Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. Okay. really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Hello you're listening to You Okay Hun, a weekly advice podcast. I'm your host, Papa's little goody goody fancy boy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and you are? I'm Mona Madam. Lisa, possessed poster adventure. <gasps> I hope people get that reference. I'm pretty sure they will. And we're going to combine our years of experience listening to people complain and a complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet. I will read the problems and my spiritual mentor, Mona Lisa, will do the emotional labour, provide the realness and guide us to a workable solution. Or at least that's how it's supposed to work. We love doing this podcast and we love you. And we would love to be able to put more time and money into this, but that's not a possibility unless we can grow. If you enjoy this podcast... Please do us a huge solid and subscribe, review it wherever you listen to your podcasts and recommend it to a friend that you think might like it. We'd also love for you to submit your problems. It can be an actual problem you have, a friend's problem, a problem you found somewhere else, or fuck it, you can even make it up. We would never know. To submit, you can tweet us at Podcast. You can email us on youokhunpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to stay 100% anonymous, you can leave us a message at curiouscat.me slash youokhun. These links will be in the show description. That was better. You didn't sound so shitty this week. Yeah, I tried to sort of dial back the cuntiness Asked, of that. So. Yeah, it would be good if people left reviews and such. Please do. And if you do, Dave will come to your house and do a sexy dance for you. Uh, it will not be sexy. That is a disclaimer. <laughs> sexy dance to the thong song. It will be. It will be awful. It'll be like imagine like someone with a really sore back, <laughs> like kind of just shaking their like gross. Do you remember egg, you, egg body? Do you remember around. you and Mike doing uh, dancing to the thong song? That's right. Because someone ruined your birthday, your birthday party, and I cheered you up by putting on the thong song and doing an incredibly erotic dance routine for you. Yeah, it was you and Mike, wasn't it? Yeah, that's still one of my fondest memories. Oh, that's cute. You remember that? It was funny. It was really funny. Well, um, I'm glad that I was able to provide you with that kind of that, the thong song comfort. You could provide that for everyone. I could. I'll come. Fuck it. I'll come to your house. I'll dance to the thong song. <laughs> I'll. I'll. I'll honestly just like give me a theme. I'll dress up like it. Sexy dance. <laughs> I don't know why I'm offering this service. I don't feel like I can really follow through on it. Yeah, I think you could. I think it'd be good. I also don't think many people would take me up on it. No, I think loads of people would take you up on it. It would be awful. Mm. Uh, we got. A uh, bit of feedback on our, one of our problem answerings from a problem giver. Problem answerings? Yes, so... You said? Yeah, we answered a problem. Problem answers. Problem... What did I say? Ans- I don't know. I said... I'm sure it was right. Okay. Well, I think it was like a that. little... I think I had a little cutesy affectation where I didn't really speak English properly. I just put a funny little twist on a word. Ew. What? I just hated you right there. Why? Wow, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I know. I just looked at you and thought... Ugh. Wow, this podcast is going to fucking divide us, you can tell. This is going to be a thing that breaks us. Everyone's like, oh yeah, Dave and Lisa were together for so long when they broke up. Oh, what happened? Well, did a podcast and she just kept being disgusted by things that he did. Um, Yeah, the feedback. The feedback. So, genuinely can't thank you enough. Your advice was actually really good. 
even gave me a good giggle when you guys suggested using their toothbrushes to clean the toilet. Not done that, dot dot dot, yet. Just writing to say thanks for the advice, to be honest. And that was from our problem last week, the person that had the dickhead flatmates. I still think the toilet, the toothpaste, toothbrush, toilet thing was the best part of the advice. I agree. Fucking hell, I can't get a word out. This I know, is just, this is this is going poorly. This is going well. poorly. This is going oh, poorly. No. I, mean, I just realised I'm really sleepy and I can't string like two thoughts together. Oh no, and you're we're just already like, a day late. Oh no! You're just like fumbly bumbly oh, word no. mouth. Uh, it's because of the full moon. It is, the full moon, yeah, that's true. So only 50 people follow us on Twitter. So And we have like a 200 listeners. So most people probably don't know why this is going to be late. If you're listening and you're annoyed this is late, it was a full moon. It's not our fault. That is true. Um, so what's been happening in the world? We still don't really have anything to do with this kind of little section at the start of the podcast. I forget. I think we should, we should talk about us. Okay. Dave, what's your favourite... Thing. <laughs> you. What's your favourite TV show? <sighs> I mean, you're putting me on the spot a little bit Yeah, here. I am. Trailer Park Boys. Ugh. We just talked about that ne- yeah, next no, door. Yeah, I know, you're right, you're right. You, you like it, you then. love it, you're right, you're well, right. You, you didn't judge me when fucking no one was looking, <laughs> now you're judging me. I like Trailer Park Boys, for some reason it gives me a feeling of warmth and security. What is your favourite show, Mona Lisa? All Time? Yep. Either Sabrina the Teenage Witch Good or choice. Buffy. Buffy, yeah. But probably I would have to say generally now, the past few years, Running Man, which is not the film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, is that who's in that film, Running Man? Yes. It's a Korean f- show called Korean, Running Man. Korean variety shows. Just, it's really, it's amazing. Hijinks, we, Korean hijinks. We need to find a way to talk about Korean variety shows on this podcast at some point. Ugh, it's so hard though, because people don't get it. They're like, what are you watching? Well, that's what, what we this? could, we've got like an hour and a half, we can clear it what up. What's this? Um, okay, I don't want to talk about TV shows because this is terrible. <sighs> okay, well, I mean, you your put suggest- me on the spot. Yeah, your suggestion was garbage and you're an idiot for People say they want to know more about us and I didn't know what else. Not, you know, people speak about, like, TV shows. I don't know. I'm not good at small talk, Dave. I really, I like to go hard. I like to go in hard and fast. That's true. About the deep, serious <laughs> issues. I'm really not good at small talk, so... Well, I what actually... Is, what's, you know... I brought you something with something we could talk about. Should we talk about the biggest trauma in our life? Do you I remember, don't know. do you remember, if, like, oh, God, it would have been a long, it would been a while, really early on in the podcast, we talked about incels and vol cells. Yes. Of course, incels are now terrorists. Yes. Um, because of that absolute cretin in Toronto? Toronto. Um, ran out a bunch of people because, you know, he was too awful for a woman to want to fuck. I mean, the incel thing has been something that we've talked about loads. Yeah. But I feel like only now people are really getting on board with it. That is true. Now, I have here, just, uh, what I wanted to do was um, just try to sort of disgust and anger you as much as humanly possible. Get you riled up for the podcast. Okay, okay, go. Um, So I found this cracker online. This is from um, an angry incel who's angry about... Is there any other type? the, The negative PR that incels have received. Okay. And, you know, he wants to come with some sort of solution so that we can all get on with our lives and things can go back to normal. So he's got a five-point plan um, for sorting things out so that it, the life of incels and the people around them will get better. I'm going to read these to you, okay? Okay. Get ready for this. Okay. Clench your teeth. Yeah. Seriously, get ready. Mm-hmm. Number one. Women are no longer allowed to wear makeup, i.e. falsely advertise, air quotes, their beauty and hence stop them from banging guys above their league 
Sure. So this is first step for solving uh, these problems here. Number two. Sure. Women are only allowed to date men with equal sexual market value to them. State mandated tests should be made and everyone get a sexual market value card. Should be reasonable. Ranging from 1 out of 10 to 10 out of 10. Like an ID card. Reasonable. Yeah, definitely. Very easy to do. Probably Very quite reasonable. cheap as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, where we should be spending money. Number three. Every time a woman sleeps with a new man, she lose one rank on her sexual market value card until she reached the lowest rank. 1 out of 10. Makes sense, you know? So Stop she's only your... allowed to sleep with... Well, 10 nine. men. Ten, a maximum of 10 men. So you could, you know, like, let's just say you're a 10, you can only sleep with 10 men, and then you're down at the lowest value. Oh my god, I'm like negative something. (laughs) (laughs) Point number four, there is, you ready for this? I mean, so ready. There's no way to rise to the ranks, other than through exercise. I don't even know. (laughs) There's no clarification there? No, that's it. Does she mean you, like, what's a bitch in the Terminator? And she gets all buff. Do you mean like if you get really buff that you somehow... Go, or do you mean... I don't understand. Yeah. So I need you. I need to go to number five here. Okay. Because this God. is really the, the icing on the cake. Okay. The piece de resistance, is it? Women with more than nine sexual partners uh-huh. and single moms oh. should be forced by the state yep. okay. to date and have sex with incels that can't get any women despite the above changes. Uh, oh... Okay, so... Uh, do you want to just, th- this would deal with the problem, not the symptom, which is something that we are very big on, dealing with the problem, not the symptom. And it's the way we deal with everything, from counter-piracy to counter-terrorism. The incel threat is real and should be treated the same See, way. See, I almost don't know if I want to talk about this too much because I kind of wish we'd done a whole episode I think we should do a whole episode. So we are, basically, this is my, my way of signaling we're going to do incels at some point. Maybe next episode. Maybe next episode. I want to let the, the dust clear over Toronto because I don't want to say anything that's too like provocative in the aftermath of a terrorist attack. But I really think that I'm just this holding, is needs, holding my face this in my ne- This needs air. This, this needs its day in the sun. I mean, honestly, and I just feel like I'm holding in such yeah. aggressive t- words. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm holding it, it in. Is, like, like I, <sighs> mm, Yes, let the hatred flow through yeah, you. Yeah, and it's really oh, it's, it's ready to, like, spew. So that's exactly where I needed you to be for this podcast. Okay, good. And I, I just... Oh. There's not don't don't linger on too much. I just want everyone to let that sink in. That's a good example of how a lot of men on, on the internet think that um, problems should be solved by these weird sort of transactional. Um, like but a, that's a, what's interesting about it, right? Forget the horrifying dead. misogyny. They forget just everything horrifying about it. It's so weird. It's such a weird way. Like it's such a weird like the the solution to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's so it's so odd. It yeah. Let's save this for our whole whole episode. So everyone, please look forward to our episode on incels. I will be very angry during it. Exactly. Okay. Should we move on to our letter number one? Anything else we have to cover before we go on? Please review the podcast. We love you. We need more problems. We only have a couple of problems left. Please give us some more problems. You see how well we handle things. You heard a good review. Obviously, that person had all the problems solved because they spoke to us. We can also solve all of your problems, guaranteed, or your money back. Yeah. Call in. Yeah, call us. Call us. Call I wish we had a, an open phone line. Yeah, that'd that would be, be pretty. Am- that would be awesome. That'd but be it would only be open for like an hour and a half. A if week. we get if we get more popular, we could do live problem solving. If we get more popular, 
and we set up a Patreon and we become Patreon millionaires, what we could do is buy a burner phone and we could just give the phone number to patrons and be like, just phone us if you've got a problem. Just text us. I would love that. No, you wouldn't. You'd be inundated. I'd love it. Fuck it. Why not? Right. Problem number one. I'm still not over the end. Get over the fucking incels. We've got more bigger I'd fish be, to fry I, right now. So wait, I'd be one of those people, right? I'd be made to go sleep. No, with you're a ten. The incels. Oh, you're a ten that burnt down your rating by sleeping around too much, probably. Yeah, so I would be made to sleep with. Oh, wait, is that why we're together? <laughs> Jk, you're not an incel. No, I'm not. Thank, thank, thank God, I'm a vol cell. A voluntary celibate. <laughs> I see. The vol cells far weaker and less dangerous than the incels. I feel. Mm. I think the Volcells take a lot of uh, inspiration from herbivore men in Japan. Yeah. We'll talk more about this. What, why are you bringing me back to this? Sorry. You bitch. Let's talk more about this. A different time. Stop a talking about it. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm literally pure trying to read out the you problem. Just and you're just all, like, you, should we talk about incels more? I'm sorry. You just put all that on me and now I'm like... Yeah, the whole now, the idea was for you so to like... I so angry. Now I need to pee. Give you like an emotional energy <laughs> and also stimulate your bladder. Okay. And then we can move on to actual things. Ready? Right, let's go. Okay, problem number one. Keen listener of the show, Big Richie Davies. I know, what is he doing? Is once again, a week before we have a show, has, I mean, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of predictable this time, but he still is always like, you're going to do this, do this person this week, aren't you guys? Like, I don't know, does he, do you take joy in that, Rich? Ruining the surprise for everyone. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was kind of obvious and we kind of had to do it. And yeah, you could see there is somewhat of a trend that when right. a huge celebrity fucks up that we do an episode on it. Yeah. But you know, come on, Rich. Come on, buddy. Right, here we go. <laughs> Hello, Mona Lisa and Dave. I don't need your advice. I am dear pretty. I am dear Deirdre. I am just Jane. I am advice. Advice is not what I need from you. I need nothing. You need my advice. I am the most important figure in contemporary culture and by its association with me, contemporary culture is the most important culture to have ever existed. I am the nucleus. I am an iPod. I am a smart toaster. I am a corkscrew. No one can fathom the frequency on which I operate. You are dial-up modems, and I am a fibre-optic pipeline that downloads sound faster than anyone can hear it. You're not on my level. No one is. And so my genius has been misunderstood and misconstrued. So what if I'm friends with Donald Trump? So what if I wear Donald Trump's stupid red hat? So what if that stupid hat actually has his big sweaty signature on it? So what if I probably voted for Donald Trump because despite my lack of real artistic merit, I've made far more money than it should be possible for anyone to make and I want to protect my ill-gotten nest egg at the detriment of vulnerable people, including the people of colour I claim to represent. Me and him? We've got dragon's blood. We're dragon warriors. We're invulnerable. Fire can't hurt us. I don't agree with anything he says or does, except for the protecting my money and lowering my taxes. But isn't it important to hear him out? We have to give a voice to traditionally marginalised conservative beliefs. Everyone deserves a seat at the table. Except for me. I deserve a throne designed by Steve Jobs and Jean-Michel Basquet. That seat won't be at the table though, it'll be in the Guggenheim. I'm donating myself to art. Anyway, my advice to me is, don't listen to the small-minded haters. Truth is my goal. Controversy is my gym. I'll do a hundred reps of controversy for a six-pack of truth. 
we're all servants. I'm nobody's client. I love when people have their own ideas. You don't have to be allowed anymore. Just be. Love who you want to love. That's free thought. I'm not even political. I'm used to the heat of independent thoughts. Okay, I'm done. I have a meeting with Apple and Google at the same time. We're developing a shoe. You're welcome, Kanye West. <laughs> wow. That was incomprehensible. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote that. I mean, I can't believe he wrote that to us. <laughs> so, can I just say, f- first of all, do you think this is all just a... Publicity stunt? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Jeez. Uh, I think it's a publicity stunt and also... He doesn't even know what he thinks, but he does believe some of the things that he's saying he believes at the moment because that's a thought that just entered his head. And he has no filter by which to say, am I thinking straight? Because that's the that? thing, right? And this is what I think both of us really agree on the subject. And I feel like people don't talk about this enough. Yep. But ultimately, Kanye West is a fucking dum-dum. Oh, he's so stupid. Oh, he really is. He's so dumb. He really is. Like, let's face it, Kim is the smart one in that relationship. Yeah. And that's saying something. Yeah. And don't be all like, oh, she's a big businessman. Right, she is a, she is a very, she's made a lot of money. She is an impressive businesswoman. But you know why? That bitch is still selling pure hair vitamins or something on her fucking, she's a fucking, one of the richest women in fucking America and mm-hmm. she's still selling her fucking hair vitamins. Never stop hustling. She, you're right, honestly. Yeah, she is, uh, but I'm like, that's, uh, I mean, she is the smart one. He is a, such a fucking dum-dum. Okay, so I think there's a couple, I mean, there's a lot, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Okay. Number one, let me just reel off a couple of quick okay. ones here at the start. Number one, I did see a tweet the other day that just was said someone was really sick of white takes on Kanye West. And I think that's a very valid point. I'm not here to talk about the fact he's a race traitor. That's for someone else's to have that conversation. Totally. Number two, Kanye West is a great example of why meritocracy is bullshit. And that's my big thing on this show. Meritocracy, mm. bullshit. <clears throat> Success has never and probably will never equate to actual worth or value or smartness. In, oh, for this example. Wildly. Kanye West is not a good rapper. He's incredibly derivative. He yeah, Can we just talk ideas. about the one thing that has always bothered me the most? The fact that Kanye West... There are those reasons. He's the reason that those sunglasses exist. Yes, the, the fucking stripy slat sunglasses. Them. The Venetian blind sunglasses. Yeah, people still insist wearing that. Kanye West started oh that. Oh my god, yeah. So like, no bitch. Yeah, if you're at like a, I don't know, like a fucking liberal Democrat conference and they'd like have to, someone's dressed up as a cool millennial, you know, they'll have those like sunglasses with the slats on. Oh my god! Remember like- they sold them in Primark. I, oh. I have this vision in my head of people wearing like white white slatted sunglasses with like white jeans and a lemon yellow vest and I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I think that was what people... Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Yeah, so continue. So that was, the, that was the two basic things I wanted to get out of the way early doors about right, Kanye okay. West. Not here to talk about him being a race traitor. That's not our conversation to have. Totally. I'm very much here to talk about what he represents, which is success without merit. <laughs> And that's exactly what Kanye West is. He is, like, do you know what, right? Kanye West has some divisive moments. In a way, he's a lot like Morrissey. Mm. I agree. I love when Morrissey, if Morrissey could only ever just talk about the British royal family, 
Mm. I'd be like, I love Morrissey. He he represents my values. Well, also, yeah, well, this is the thing, right? They make music and they're very accomplished at that, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you like their music or not. But let's face it, who is... Why just because someone's a musician and they have a public space, they have they have the you know they have this this um voice. Mm. Why does that all, all of a sudden make them knowledgeable about fucking anything? Exactly. Like. But having said that, let's let's have a look. So Kanye West, right? Let's give him his, let's give the devil his due here. Mm. Kanye West at the Hurricane Katrina fundraiser when he was standing with Mike Myers and he, and said he looked deadpan at the yeah, camera like... George Bush doesn't care about black people Iconic. have you seen thingy is it Questlove yes Kanye West doesn't care about black yeah. people yeah seen that very good so I mean again I'm going to stay out with that okay yeah let's stay out with that also Kanye West big LGBTQ activist not activist but like big outspoken supporter of that earlier on and within the hip hop community, yeah, it's kind it's of a big uncommon. deal. It's kind yeah. of a big deal, yeah. Um, obviously, when he interrupted Taylor Swift, that was probably one of the absolute best thing anyone's ever done. Well, because it's Taylor Swift, though, not because it was a woman, though. No, yeah, of course. I'm not, whoa, whoa, where the fuck did that come from? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, yeah, of course, it was Taylor Swift who's a closet Nazi. Yeah, fuck, fuck Taylor Swift. And know. also, he was right. Beyonce did I, that, one of the best right. songs of all you're time. You're right, and you're right. Do you remember what song Taylor Swift won for? I don't even. Was it fucking honky tonk, badonka donk, or some if other you country music me bullshit? A million pound, I couldn't tell you like two Taylor Swift songs. The haters gonna hate, hate, hate. Is that and a song? We are never getting back together. Boom, nailed it, Taylor fan, Swifty. That's what they call them, isn't it? Swifties. Swifties? No, I know at least four Taylor Swift songs, but I don't know any from that era where she won that ahead of Beyonce. Who everyone, the single ladies, come on. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, is the, like, is is a, is the, has there been a more iconic song made in the last twenty years? I don't even like Beyonce. Yeah, no, completely. So that was iconic. However, some other bits and pieces that Kanye has done over the years. Did you hear about the time? And. This is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Okay. Not in terms of like aggression or mean intent or anything like that. Just full awkward like season one of the British office cringiness. Right, okay. It's at a concert, playing one of his Kanye concerts, having a great time. At his own concert or something? Yeah, he's on his own stage at his own concert. Uh, And everyone everyone's loving it, you know, they're bopping, they're doing that kind of weird white person hand gesture where they bounce the hand up and down because they're enjoying it. Yeah. You know, everyone's having a great time. Kanye spots there's two people sitting down. He says, I want everyone to get up. Get up and enjoy yourself, right? And they just stay sitting there. So he stops and he's like, I want everyone to get up. Why aren't you getting up? First person sitting there wave a prosthetic leg so he's like okay cool what about you this person's like everyone's gesturing like this person cannot stand up these are disabled people <laughs> these are disabled people who are, are not capable in, uh, of standing up please don't think I'm laughing because I'm laughing at any no, it's, sort it's of disability it's the most, the most I'm laughing thing that's out of the, the, yeah it's, it's legit it's legitimately awful. you're forced to wave your prosthetic yes. leg to, at Kanye West the proof to Kanye West you can't get up and dance and to you know music. what bitch I paid I paid to come yeah, here I'll fucking I'll sit if I fucking want to sit sit in my chair with a fucking box of popcorn fuck you and uh, later on, uh, he basically was just like, it's okay if they're in a wheelchair, but only if they're in a wheelchair. That's what he said about it. Now, I'm going to compare Kanye to something. He's like the emperor and his new clothes. Yes. 
he just has lost all perspective yep. of like what is reality, who he is. He genuinely thinks he's a god. Yeah, absolutely. Like genuine. And I know people say stuff like that a lot, but like that's but not exaggerating. What what is it that he thinks he's done? Well, I you know one of my favourite things is when he talks about people. Mm-hmm. Like when he talks like he's so in love with Steve Jobs. It's so weird. <laughs> Why does he love him so much? <laughs> like I know like Kim <laughs> like is it him or Kim or him? Bought, bought himself like we were one of the first pure Apple computers like signed by Steve Jobs. Yeah. He pure treasured that, and it was like <laughs> like he's so in love with Steve Jobs. It's so weird, and he gets these weird fascinations over certain people that he deems has changed the world because he thinks he's changing the world yeah. through bad clothes. Yeah, for fucking three thousand pound, like khaki covered jerseys with I mean, moth holes all in them. tea right I like clothes all tea right I love like an athletic wear and I mm-hmm. love the, I, the simplicity of it what's so funny to me is Kanye genuinely thinks he's revolution see if you put models or Kim mm-hmm. in your clothes yeah they're gonna look great yeah you know why that is because they look great like you know well, the people. Yeah, the people. Yeah. The people look great. That's why the clothes look good. That's what you're saying. He's genuinely out there. No, no, it's... he's genuinely out there thinking. Like, he legit... See, when he was like, oh, God. No, I'm not even going to get into this. It's just just everything he does is ridiculous. No, what? Uh, so, there was a really famous tutor uh, at St. Martin's. Yeah. And she died. And she, she was like, can you tweeted like, oh, I showed her at Louise Wilson, she recalled. Oh, I show this is the picture I showed her of the first Yeezys uh-huh. just before she died. He tweeted that. Okay. So that. he tweeted about himself? Yeah. About, someone else died. But like, almost saying that she gave him the seal of approval after she died. It, it was so weird. It was so weird. But like, he is... I mean, narcissist doesn't even come close. And in a way, you could see why him and Donald Trump would get along. They're both kings in their own universe. And it's a fucking mad, mad world. I had a tweet that blew up the other day. Got at least seven likes, maybe even a couple of retweets. Right, Really, really blew up. Really fucking set the viral (sighs) Twitter sphere on fire. Holy shit. But I stand by it. Like, stupid people thinking that their stupidity is intelligence. It's like literally like 2018 in a nutshell. Oh my God. I, but you know what? It's a huge, really adds fuel to the fire of that. Mm. It's social media. Yeah. And like, to be honest, I don't think there's, there's, oh God, and I sound really dumb at the moment because I'm talking really, can't string words together, but there's nothing that probably annoys me more than that. Uh-huh. The stupid people thinking they're smart. Yes. Like, and stay you know what? There's fucking and we're lane. not being pure snobby. It's okay to be dumb. I'm dumb as fuck. Well, stay in your lane. Yeah. The the way I see, like some people say, oh, I'm oh, I'm dumb or I'm you know whatever. Like intelligence isn't some well, it is something you're born with. Yeah. But to a certain degree, you educate yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't just expect to be a fucking genius. No, no. Yeah, and that's actually perfect because what did Kanye do, right? Because if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, Kanye West, I mean, everyone fucking knows, right? Mm. Everyone knows Kanye West decided, what, a year and a half after it happened that it was time to come out in support of Donald Trump and be like, yeah, I'm a Donald Trump. But but he's not even saying I'm a Donald Trump guy, right? He actually said, 
someone was just like, oh, so Kanye's a Republican now. And he was like, no, I'm not a Republican. I don't know enough about politics. Why the fuck are you talking about it then? But then Kim made, like, Kim must have, and he was like, my wife's just called me and saying I have to say this. Like, <laughs> like I have to basically clarify his, my p- position. But his position is that he doesn't even understand what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, don't endorse the, literally, like, the most divisive politician of the modern era. If you don't fucking know even what you're talking about. But that's the thing, though, with Kanye. I think Kanye thinks he wants to be at this level where he's, like, hugely important to the world. But then he doesn't want to have any of the responsibility of that. No. And he just wants to be like, I'm a rebel. I do whatever I want. I'm, like, breaking boundaries. And, and I'm like, you, you're one, you're not doing that at all. No. Two, there is a responsibility of that also. Totally. Like, you... You can't just want to watch the world burn. I know. Because you want to be a revolutionary. And he doesn't even know what that means. You have to have a cause to do that. What's your cause? Calabasas no, fucking collection clothes. Yeah, his cause is like he wants to be president next. I want to have a bigger house. What was it Chris Jenner was... Which I loved. Chris Jenner was like correcting the tweets and someone said their house was worth 20 million and Chris Jenner corrected it saying it's 60 million. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Kanye... So I have a rant about this whole thing. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, no, I'm... Because I really, ha- I have a lot of strong feelings about this. Yeah, I'm not going to think that strongly about that. To be honest, none of this was surprising to me. I was slightly ah, surprised at the dragon energy well, you thing. You probably should have told me that. Oh, really? Well, yeah. You're just like, I don't really care about this. No, hmm. no, I, I don't know. I don't care about it. I just, none of it's surprising to me. Ah. I am the person that predicted Donald Trump was going to be president from the very beginning. That is true. Uh, from, from the moment you were born. Yeah, I've been saying that the whole time. Fred Trump's son. See, when I saw him, like, selling steaks somewhere, I thought, he's going to be... The man that's American president. And we talk about this, we've talked about this on the podcast before, like, it's not an anomaly. Like, Kanye could be the next president. That's the natural trajectory of American politics and culture. I mean, that would be interesting to see. Um, I imagine we'd all have to wear his utilitarian sportswear, which I'm kind of here for. Yeah, I can't afford it. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming, yeah, that's he's not going to be a fucking communist and dish it out, is he? That's true. Christ. So my issue with Kanye is not necessarily the fact that he's dumb, right? Because he is stupid. He's really dumb. Well, you can't. He says stupid dumb, things. Um, you know, there was the really awkward thing with the disabled concert goes. He's done a lot of other shit before that's you know kind of distasteful. Probably not as bad as Morrissey until now, right? And despite not understanding anything about politics. What he's trying to say is that, well, not what he's trying to say, but what he's trying to do is he's trying to shield the fact that he believes with like conservative economics, at least, because you know he wants to keep as much of his money as possible. He doesn't want to give away in tax or whatever. And has but, he said that? No, but that's that, that, I, I'm assuming that that is the case. Well, that's well, because the, that you is can like you know, all people. the path of least resistance. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. certain like that, right? But and what fucking pisses me off is this thing about like. He's doing this thing now, you know. Oh, we should hear from both sides. Oh. I'm so sick of hearing both sides. Both sides, both sides, both sides. I mean, that, what, it's such a weird thing though. But like, the way I see it is, no, we fucking shouldn't hear from both sides. No. If one side completely oppresses anyone, hmm. then we should not hear from that. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, right, so I, again, this is where my rant really comes okay, in. Okay, this Okay, I mean, this was, the, this, that was the tip of the iceberg. All right, we'll go. I'm here for Politics it. Politics is not binary, right? We have, been, we have been fed the idea that democracy means picking between 
not you know not just having one party that tells you what to do, but getting to pick between two. I know that oh, gives you yeah, some sort of element between two. Yeah, totally. Dumb right? sheep. And that's what the pure oh both sides both sides argument is like oh you know oh conservatives they're people too. Okay, uh, spoiler no they're not they have no souls. Just like that time when I watched the Bake Off and there were celebrities on it yeah. and there was that fucking Tory and I was like I'm not fucking watching this because I don't want to fucking watch a Tory bake a fucking cake. Exactly. Good, good for you. You took a political stand. That's the most I political did. thing anyone's done in this country since Russell Brand said don't vote. Anyway, what you what? Nothing. Nothing. You, you eyeballed me. No, 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 no. Go. I'm ha- I'm happy with that. So what fucking pisses me off is this like let's you know oh let's hear from both sides yeah. right especially in America. Yeah. Because the way that politics has gone since feudalism ended pretty much right there's just been this thing where you've got like a choice between fucking you know the lesser of two evils basically is how it is right right in the 80s Thatcher and Reagan caused a fucking seismic damage to global politics by like massively increasing the influence and profitability of private business on politics mm. by being like oh here's hey guys here is neoliberalism just basically conservative politics particularly in terms of economics but performative liberal social beliefs, right? Yeah. And that's how that ties in to me with America because America in particular, the Overton window has been shifted really far right because if you actually go and look at it, British conservatives positioned against American Democrats, the supposed pure goody-goodies, they're, they're closer to Democrats yeah, than they are Republicans, scary. right? And people in this country, we talk about fucking Theresa May doing all fucking X, Y, and Z. You know, the Windrush stuff in the papers just now as Which well. She's very close to the Yeah, because as Home Secretary, she was on a pure mission to fucking get as many fucking minorities out of the country as possible because she's a fucking fascist. Everyone's a fascist, but she's especially a fascist. Yeah. Right? But... That, she has more in fucking line with the American Democratic Party than the Republicans. So where does that put the Republicans compared right, to Theresa May? Yeah, like They're that, fucking Nazi awful. level. Look at what right-ping politics has done since the 1980s. It sounded like you said right-ping politics. Right-ping right politics. Right-wing politics. It's militarised the police. It's popularised the return of fascism and white supremacy. It's fucking normalised those beliefs. It's segregated communities. It's created economic ghettos and blamed inhabitants of economic ghettos for acting out against the blatant structural oppression that they face. It's privatised everything, left their infrastructure and healthcare to rot. It's enriched the 1%. It's stagnated their wages. It's bailed out the banks when the greed fucking broke the economy. It's hugely inflated homelessness. It's caused incarceration to skyrocket. It's gutted the welfare state, leaving pensioners freezing to death in their fucking homes, disabled job seekers with no other option than suicide. It's created political structures at home that allow elections to be bought for fucking money. And it's inserted itself unlawfully into fucking countless countries in the global south, influencing wars, elections, and continuing the genocidal habits of empire. Then playing victim and call for stricter immigration laws against terrorists and terrorism when the militias that we fund, train and arm eventually turn on us just because we fucking vaporised their entire families with a hairfly missile shot from a drone flown by some spotty 14 year old who is really good at fucking Call of Duty. So why the fuck are we still hearing from both sides? Who wants to hear from those people? Not fucking me, Kanye. <laughs> I'm so here for this. You know, people keep saying how that I should do a... a- History podcast. Mm. You should do a, a politics podcast. It makes me drool. Yeah, you're just really <laughs> I'm angry. I'm drooling everywhere. You're like that guy from Infowars. I, oh my god, I could. Oh, I you totally kind of like, are. Oh, yeah, you're honestly. Like... Return to France, gay! <laughs> <laughs> but like politicians, right? The politicians that we're like, oh, everyone deserves a voice. Every, like, in this country, they pick up fucking 80 grand a year. 
as a wage and are guaranteed like a much fatter fucking private paycheck as soon as they retire from politics and get into like consultancy or go on a media tour for their new book. And in this country as well, centre-right is our default. We are a right-wing country. We don't need to hear anymore. The fucking Daily Mail, the Telegraph, the fucking Times, the Sun, the Record. What do we have on the left in this country? Not the fucking Guardian because that's just a fucking rich fucking liberal latte-sipping arsehole bang in the middle. Right. And the independents maybe take, take a step to the left a little bit. Fuck the media. Fucking equal say. We don't want it, Kanye. Just because you want your fucking goddamn money from your stupid ugly shoes that are too expensive, even though I won't really want a pair. Buy me a pair. You can donate me a pair of Yeezys after this episode if you like. I just, I, I'm just like, I'm really over this fucking, oh, we should hear from both sides, as if Nazis' opinion matter. Yeah, that because we are literally now so is, close to Nazism. Yeah, we are completely. And then is it so funny how people are like, "Oh, I can't believe that happened." You know, really? Can, right? you, can you not believe it? Totally. Cool. Well, it's happening again. But see, I'm so glad that you came round to my position on the all politics is bullshit and controversial opinion. And I have said this for a long time: voting is pointless. Now I know you might say, Ooh. "Oh." Well, You're going to ruffle some feathers with that I shit. really am, right? But in reality, and I'm not... You could say, oh, but you know, a vote. all you're doing voting is trying to hold back the tide. You're just a sandbag in front of a flood. And I, I'm not saying that that sandbag in front of that flood might not save a few lives. So I'm not saying don't vote. But what I'm saying is, know Armed what revolution. you're doing. Know what you're doing. Know that your vote is just that. It's just the sandbag in front of the flood. Yeah. The f- politics is bullshit. It doesn't really matter which side because ultimately the game is so corrupt that there's no point in playing. Like, you've already fucking lost. These systems are in place. These systems of oppression are so deep ingrained into our society we don't even know they're there anymore and I know we totally sound like pure conspiracy theorists like sitting under a pure bare bulb like writing angry letters to the government perhaps it's made of dead babies <laughs> but like it's true what we're saying is true yeah. it's like we always talk about democracy and we kind of keep throwing that in like democracy is a lie yeah it's a lie yeah, it's awful I mean I would go one step further uh, from the new and say voting it's pointless. Let's do an armed revolution. I don't think necessarily taking revolution. up, taking up arms revolution. is a good idea. But in reality, we need to completely change the structure of the, of basically our entire country mm. in order to change things. The idea of a politician is so dumb. Some fucking rich cunt overlord mm. that's been be like, oh, no, I have your best interests at heart. Do you? Right, public school boy. So public school boy who's been groomed from birth to slot perfectly into the system that just just gives you enough pleasure and enough escapism that you don't kill yourself, but doesn't give you enough to flourish and realise that they need to be taken out because they're oppressing you. But we're at fault too, as a society. We need to not fill our lives with so much stuff. Apart from listeners to our podcast, they're flawless and perfect. Yeah, but like we fill our lives with things like, you know reality TV or takeaway food or... Oh, I love all those things. 
alcohol or whatever you know you fill your life with um you know consumerism buying stuff you know all whatever you're fucking doing you Mm. fill your life with all that stuff that you don't realize what's going on you know people say we already live in the matrix well we already kind of do right Oh, that makes me sound even more conspiracyist. I don't. Yeah, I'm not implying. Got, got full I'm not implying that we're like lying in like bath somewhere, like plugs in our head or anything. I'm just saying that the world isn't how we. If you hear any rustling, guys, it's Lisa's tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not even that interested in conspiracies either. That's the weird thing. No, you're like, just like people. You like, like people that believe in conspiracies. I like those people. You know, when people are like, "Did we land on the moon or what?" I'm like, "Who fucking cares?" Well, who fucking cares? I don't care about that. I agree. <laughs> I don't care about that. How did we get on from Kanye West to the moon landing? I don't know. It just went really far. You're your rant at, really this. took it. Your rant really took it. Really, I mean, we've probably been talking for like three hours now. I know, right? Like Sorry. time's passed. It's like night time. I know, right? We're just like, oh no. Um, do you want to wrap up? I mean, we don't really feel that strongly about Kanye's an idiot, and I'm really, really angry that. He's just another one of these persons. Uh, he's okay. So actually, I would like to summarize. Okay. Kanye is so stupid that he thinks he's the first person to have every thought that he has. Yeah. Oh, wildly. And he thought he was the first first person to think like, "Hey guys, why can't we just you know come to a compromise based on what everyone wants?" Well, Kanye, the answer is because what one set of people want is fucking mass fucking death of minorities and complete disgusting economic control of the one percent he wants us all to be work they want us all to be working in fucking salt mines and being slaves and uh, that would that would be the best amazon amazon's a perfect example they love slaves mm, they yeah they do they love slaves people peeing in bottles people killing themselves people living in tents outside a factory for a minimum wage while jeff bezos has over 100 billion in personal wealth that's what the people that you're fucking talking about bringing to the table want. We've been doing what they want for 30 fucking years, probably longer. I don't want it anymore. No one else wants it. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. So next time, before you open your stupid mouth, read a number of books or just don't say anything and let the fucking adults talk. You stupid arsehole. I mean, that's that's really the problem. And it's about, we've given a voice and a platform to people that just do not fucking know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, why are we even... You know what? Do you know what we need to do with Kanye? Fucking ignore him. Because who fucking cares? Oh, some rapper wore a, wore a Donald Trump hat. So fucking... Who cares? Can I just say... Who fucking cares? I forgot to tell you this. I want to tell you on the podcast. Okay. I was in the Clydebank shopping centre. Okay, I didn't know that was a Not thing, one okay. week ago. Okay. I saw a little school, a little chubby schoolboy... Okay. ...wearing a fucking Make America Great Again hat. No... Who is that for in Clyde Bank? Well, do you know what's really funny about that? So I am a big fan of random Chinese shops on eBay. Uh-huh. And sometimes I just look through them because they always have the weirdest stuff. You know, like you could buy like fake tits mm. or like the most random stuff, like gardening tools, or just like the, there's no there's no rhyme or reason for any of these shops. Like, wait to see where you're going with this. Yeah, they and this is multiple times I've seen this sell the, the Make America Great hats. Now I don't but think that's this where is, they came from in the first place. No, no, no. This is not like in a political thing either. This just seems to me because it's like. I mean, I feel like China just do not give, like, do not fucking care. They're just like, oh, it's like a trend. I've seen a lot of people wearing those. Mm. You know, like, I've seen a lot of people wear those shoes, those yeah. fucking whatever. 
those, you know, whatever, mm. like, supreme bags. So in the same time, people being like, I've seen a lot of people wear these Make America Great hats. Probably, people probably buy them and don't even realise what they even are. Yeah, that's true. I'd, to summarise, what I would say is this. You if keep anyone, summarising. I love summarising. I'm a big you summariser. Do, do, yeah, do it. If anyone thinks what we're saying is hogwash, which is understandable, not everyone can be right like us. Well, I would also disagree with the use of the word hogwash. I would not. I think it's an excellent word. I should bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. Bring hogwash back. Okay. But if you think it's bullshit, go on Amazon and and put a Make America Great Again hat in your basket and look at what was recommended with it. You'll see a Kekistan flag. Click on that. Look what's recommended. People have also bought with the Kekistan flag. Swastika. Giant fucking Nazi swastika flag. You wear, you think a Make America Great Again hat is not a big deal. You're two steps removed from Nazis. I don't think anyone listening to the podcast would think that. I don't think anyone but a giant dum-dum wouldn't realise the correlation between that, that to Nazism. But that's what I'm talking about. Who maybe hasn't seen that? Fucking Kanye West, the big dum-dum himself. Exactly. I, you know, I'm never even a particular fan of his music. Like, at all. I mean, I I think his music can be good. Gold Digger, I had a real problem with that song. Really? What a piece of shit. Why? Just think it's... Sexist. Sexist. Yeah. Also, just not a good song. Repetitive and boring. Okay. What about that uh, American Girl song? American Boy. That was good. That was a good song. song. Look, there's there's a few good Kanye songs. There's also quite a lot of good Gary Glitter songs. Make it that what you will. That's all I'm saying. Leave it at that. Next problem. Next problem. <laughs> Listener write in. This is... Uh, okay, so yeah, please send us more problems next week. Yeah. Um, That would be great. But here we have... I get excited to the listen ones. I like this one because I can really relate to it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm going to read this with you, okay? Oh, excited. <clears throat> it's exciting for me. Hello, Mona Lisa and Dave. My problem is I have a lot of problems, but they're so mundane and I know everybody else probably has the same problems. I have a gorgeous life with the best partner who does absolutely everything to support me. I have the absolute best job, I couldn't dream up a better job, and I get the best support. I have a beautiful, loving family, a few good friends, a lovely house, and the most lovable pets. I even have a hobby that I love. But I feel shit. Not all the time, like in episodes, I'm on antidepressants. Not sure what difference they make. I drink a lot and eat a lot, which I know is self-medicating. I practice mindfulness, I've had CBT, but I can't seem to help myself. I've been there before being healthier, however, never seem to be happy. I know life can't ever be perfect and I don't expect it to be, but how can I peel myself off the sofa when the drugs don't work? They just make me worse, but I probably should keep taking them. Is this a millennial issue perhaps? Shrug. What should I do? Love you both, keep on keeping on. Is that you? It is a little bit me. I could have wrote that, like, seriously. Yeah, that no shade, you could have, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that reminds me a lot of me. And it's, uh, I mean, I'll, uh, first I'll admit this, right? I, there, When I was younger, mm-hmm. there was a part of me that felt a little burdened by my situation. And when people would approach me saying they felt shit or whatever, and there wasn't a list of ex- external causes... Mm-hmm. You know, they had the kind of quote-unquote happy life or whatever. There was part of me that would be slightly like, fuck off. Kind of resentful of it. Yeah, yeah. and part of that was more my resentfulness at like, 
things that I deemed unfair in my life, and yeah. I don't think that way now. I don't think I don't think, really, but I do really think that stigma you, definitely exists. You probably just didn't understand mental health as well as you do now back then. No, no, I did. I just it was just more. Trying to give you an out there. No, no, it was my my immaturity of not being able to see past my situation and and my kind of unfairness. You know, I felt like that was unfair. Yeah. Like, why did this person that has all this still get to moan about being happy when I have nothing? And I, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like, uh, but you know, well, that's one of the shittiest things about depression is that it, it doesn't f- it doesn't always care what your circumstances are. Totally, it doesn't care whether you're like you've not left bed for four days and you've been laid off in your job, or whether you're like literally like on a jet ski doesn't care well sometimes it can be very hard if you're in that position yeah and i know for for you i've i think it's been like that where it can be hard to also like if you're in this position where you can't there's nothing technically like quote unquote wrong Mm. then you're kind of like well what do i try and fix yeah it's quite directionless you know Um. like because for example you know if you have a cause that's making your mental health worse yeah you know like a, a terrible job or something or a yeah. bad relationship, then obviously you can take steps to try and fix that. Yeah. But to have nothing can make you feel very hopeless. Yeah, totally. And there is a bit of a stigma because, you know, it is that weird thing. But as I say, my own sort of anger about my situation led mm. me to that. But I do hate when people say, you know, when someone expresses depression or, you know, yeah. feeling down or, you know, that, those kind of weird ways people put it, like, oh, I'm just feeling a bit down or whatever. People say, oh, what's wrong? Yeah. Like, you know, they wait for, like, the, oh, like, I have cancer or something. No, it's like, you know, there, there doesn't have to be the thing. Yeah, people ask me, like, what's wrong all the time? And I'm like, yeah, I have depression. There's not actually anything wrong. That I, I'm just... Yeah, uh, that's hard. Like, I got, uh, you know, I, I've... some There's some elements in my life I'd very much like to change. I would say, maybe on paper, you seem to have a better life than me. But I don't have a bad life, you know? I found the the perfect partner, who I love very much... That's me, everyone. That's, That's me. Lisa. I found the perfect podcast co-host. <laughs> That's me also. She's got just a perfect amount of sass. Love it. I have two kitties that I love very much. I have a job that pays me a decent amount of money and I enjoy, which is fucking rare. I am handsome as shit. Got a giant cock. All these things. I have the perfect life. Last two I are not like true. It's, yeah, last two spiral, are not spiral, two. Spiral, Last two aren't two. I have, like, I have things that are good in my life. Um, I also have problems as well at the same time and none of it really matters. Like I could be having a really great time and feel sad or I could be having a really miserable time and feel kind of okay on a level. But that's what depression does to mm-hmm. you. And like you shouldn't, one, one of the most difficult things to get past with depression is the guilt that it can give you. Mm. And I'd imagine, you know, since your circumstances are, are, are kind of at a certain level, you probably do feel guilty as shit because I know I do. I sometimes feel I can't I can't help but feel incredibly guilty. I think about starving children. I think about fucking victims of genocide. See, I go way worse than that. I sort of like part worse of this than genocide. Well, no, part of it. I, I, well, I guess I just don't think about it. Like part of it is, and part of it is to to give myself perspective, which I think is really important in mental health. I like to give myself perspective over the things that I need to be grateful for. But there is a, a dark side to that where it's almost like I'm pure, like I'm cutting myself by like watching, I watch certain documentaries yeah. or I like, I like look at really dark things and, and kind of, I mm. feel this like immense guilt. Yeah. Like even, even like we live in the ghetto, we have a nice house yeah. and I love our flat 
and everything. But we do live in the ghetto and there's some really unfortunate people around us. Mm. And I sometimes even look in their situation and see the state that they live in and just think, God, I'm such a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm sitting pure, woe was me, like, mm, when I have so much to be grateful for. You know, I just have, the fact that I have a roof over my head, the fact that I have a partner in life, you know, these things. That's Berbatov. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, I feel, I do feel guilty about feeling sad when yeah. I have something that, I, yeah. but that is something that you kind of, and I think part of it, sometimes I do worry that feeling like that is yeah. a sort of coping mechanism to allow me to not cope with depression. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like almost like I'm just not dealing with it because I'm like, oh no. I think when it comes to this actual problem, mm. something occurred to me when I was thinking about it cause I'm mm. comp- and comparing it to my situation. When I think about like what I've had to do, because you said you obviously you practice like CBT um, you're on antidepressants. Medication, CBT are, are, are two good things. There are other more maybe holistic ways of looking at it. But for me, one thing that helped was actually um, like getting it, working things out in my own head, identifying the areas where my depression was influencing my behavior. So the way I ate or the way I spoke to people or the habits that I kept. You know, mm. like fucking not washing my hair for two weeks or, you know, being snappy with people that I cared about the most or, you know, sleeping in, all these different things. And what I use, use the kind of principle of CBT, but to really attack these specific negative behaviours. Now, I think the problem with you is that your life is going super good. So you can't, there doesn't seem to be a negative element of your life to attack. Mm. You know, for me again, it was like, I'm depressed. Like, you know, I need to get a new job. So I'm going to put all my, all my effort into, I'm going to force myself and you have to force yourself every single day. Lisa taught me this very early on. Some of these things never get any better, but if you force yourself, it becomes routine. But you get this like sort of muscle memory enough that your body just kind of does something. And the, the actual end goal of that improves your life holistically in general and so you don't have anything that necessarily you maybe you think needs addressed so i think what you need to do is take the cbt and maybe have a look at how your depression manifests itself in your behavior yeah because and address that because what's so difficult is you know you can't you can the person kind of joked about the millennial thing but yeah. like ultimately you know i kind of hate when people talk about millennial i know i know they weren't doing that in that way yeah, but like course. you know people are like oh millennials are not. But ultimately i think we have to acknowledge that the world, the world that we, that generations have created and uh. we now live in, is not one that is meant for anyone to be happy. Yeah. See, to be honest, if you're happy, you're too fucking dumb to see how terrible things are. <laughs> and that's the problem. Again, I talked yeah, about earlier about true. dumb people filling their lives with like, do you know how many people I see that are just like, yeah, no, I'm just great because they filled their life with just stuff. Meaningless Meaningless posh. things. And ultimately, see, the second that stuff starts to fade, oh, holy shit, the world is going to come crashing around them and they're going to have to f- keep filling it with more and more stuff. Because see, if you actually look around, like we work too much, we don't have enough money, the world's always got something going wrong, you know, the, we constantly hear about bad things happening in the world. It, it, the, we, we, we've created this pressure cooker that we all exist in. Mm-hmm. So no wonder there is extremely high levels of mental health issues. You know what I mean? Of course we're depressed. 
things are fucking terrible. And I'm really obsessed with that, the idea of happiness. Like, I don't even think I know how to be happy. Mm. You know, and I'm not, we we always joke about we're quite miserable people. We've always been quite miserable. Like, I have never had that kind of joyful attitude. No. Even as a child. A joy de vivre. No, never. I was never particularly joyous, even as a child. But, like, I don't even know how to be happy. And that's a big thing that I feel like would... It's quite tied to your mental health, Mm. the idea of happiness and peace. I don't know how to achieve that. You know? And... I don't know. I feel like you just you've you've caught depression from this problem. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Everything is terrible. I don't know how to be happy. No, I guess it's just it's so hard to. I guess because I was just thinking about my own situation, mm. and I know we're at kind of different places. Yeah, and I'm trying at the moment to be very sort of positive and very like extremely proactive. You don't sort of follow through the actions of a positive person and see if your mood catches up a little bit. Pr- right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And I, I went down a sort of, like, I meditate a lot. Mm. And I do stuff like that. Like, I do yoga and stuff like that. And that is stuff that I work on to help my mental health. Yeah. And I do a lot of, like, self-care. Yes. But, like, I don't think that's necessarily... Because mm-hmm. cause I was trying to think, I don't what advice to give. But this is quite a difficult because that may not work on a lot of people. No, I think... for you, you didn't really enjoy meditating and stuff as much. No, I find that I, I couldn't... I couldn't get into it. I've actually started um, doing a couple of movements of... Um, I'm not going to pronounce it because I'm going to pronounce it wrongly, but it's like a Chinese or a different Tai Chi, basically, um, in the mornings, just to like calm myself down. And I actually find it really helpful. But I... So I'm like really... I The way I see it is I've been dealing with mental health stuff for so long that this is my thing. I just constantly advise people to try different things like that. Yeah, you should all, because the thing is, like, and not everything works for everyone. Completely. And and this is the thing, like, see whether... And, and, I, and I know this sounds kind of insane, but see if this is... You find one thing that kind of helps mm. ease some of this. Whether this is meditating, yeah. whether it is Tai Chi, whether yeah. it is journaling, yeah. whether it's... Whether it is fishing. just CBT or fishing or, yeah. you know, all these different th- ways to sort of help that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that will necessarily cure things, but I think a kind of counter approach of multiple things that work for you, yeah. in all honesty, yeah. has been the best. In terms of, I mean, to be honest, I don't even think antidepressants even do anything. I think antidepressants are sometimes really good for flattening an incredibly sharp and dangerous peak of depression. Now there's some people that will need to be medicated their entire life and there's no judgment on them. In my experience that's what antidepressants did for me. To get you over a little hump I think they're really beneficial but see on the long term I just felt like I just didn't feel anything. Didn't feel anything was on them. Didn't feel anything when I came off them. Really. For me the best Mm. approach in all honesty that I found has been this approach of like meditating being really kind of self-aware and CBT. Yeah, I think like there's there's a lot of other alternatives out there to CBT and medication, which are the two things that you've mentioned so far. Even the type of medication you're on may not be suitable for your depression. Oh no, I was not Me- saying CBT, I was saying CBD, like CBD oil. Ah, uh, okay. Well, she was saying CBT. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I know. Right, okay. That's fine. <laughs> that but too. What all I'm those saying things. is, th- this, 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 this human being here, we assume she, 
Maybe I not assumed she. he. Oh, really? Well, who knows? Let us know what gender you are. Or whether you don't have a gender. That's cool too. Anyway. I've, I've fucked it. I've you, fucked you it. You got flustered by I, the I know, thing. because I just I don't, wanna, I don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. But I mean, I want to offend... I want to offend a lot of people. I want to offend... You know, you heard my rant earlier. I'm very into offending people. Just not particularly... I think people. you need to kind of summarise this, this advice. So, I think... Because this is very similar to you. Yeah, there's... I, I think, going back to what I said earlier... I do think that looking at how your depression manifests itself out with, don't look for negative things in your life because there aren't that many. Look for negative behaviours in yourself. Take the principles of CBT, try applying it to that. If you don't think that the antidepressants are helping, absolutely speak to your doctor maybe about changing them speak about what other options there are, maybe to try something else, to come off them, whatever you think Did feels best. Did they say they had actual therapy, like psychotherapy? No, no, no psychotherapy. Because sometimes CBT doesn't necessarily work. A lot of times CBT is like, uh, it's about giving you actions to put in place. Yes. One of the things that I always think with any sort of mental health yeah. is about, is talking. Uh-huh. Just talking, 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 talking. About, and a lot of people does, don't do this. But like, and that's why traditional, more traditional therapy might be helpful. Knowing yourself and knowing kind of everything about you can sometimes help inform how you see your mental health journey. Yes. And I think that's really helpful. Also, don't be scared of, well, I don't know me, I don't know what your financial situation is. You seem to be okay. Don't be scared of private therapy. Like sometimes you'd be paying like maybe 20 or 30 pounds a session twice a month. Which is, to some people, a huge amount. Mm-hmm. If you've got the money for it, maybe consider that, rather than sitting on an NHS waiting list. But don't be ashamed to talk about these problems you're having. Yeah. Because like I say, if anyone feels like depression or mental health needs to be tied to external sources, they're dumb. Yeah. And like I said, at times I had that prejudice. Yeah. But that was to do with my... Unf- unf- my being hard done by. Yes. Feeling hard done by. Yes. Um. Ultimately, you know, we know uh-huh. some people that technically, you know, quote, should have, you know, the have the perfect life. Yeah. Still are suicidal. Yeah. You know, it would almost be easier if it was just all external. Yes. Because then you could try and fix those things. Absolutely. Because that's the thing that's scary about it. It's up with your control. Yeah. You okay over there? Yeah. You're just getting quieter and quieter. Uh, sorry, it's just because you were staring at me really intently. And no. I was just like, I'll just fade myself out. <laughs> try some new stuff. Um, Try some, you know, try, fucking try yoga. Try going on a holiday. Try journaling. Journaling's really good. I've been and doing don't be, don't be afraid. Sorry, don't be afraid to like, if, if someone doesn't work for you, move on to another thing. Because mm. I talk about certain things all the time what works for me won't work for Dave and mm. vice versa find what's right for you yes <laughs> okay yeah we good yeah that's all we've got for you just now I'm sorry I hope that helps but get in touch and yes, let us know please, you're getting yeah, on let's, we, can, we can have a dialogue we can come back to your problem hey you maybe have some ideas for Dave Anything that you've found work for you that help you, suggest it to Dave. Mm. Get back in touch. I will put in a suggestion. Fix me. Fix me, internet, please. <laughs> right, shall we move on to our last problem? Yes. Okay, so 
ahead of this, I have to say, I don't know how much advice we can give. I just really want to read the problem out because it just doesn't, it doesn't summon about it. I'm just like, what? Why? What? What? How does that? What? Why? Why that? What? You'll understand in a moment. Okay. <clears throat> My dad always lets us watch Bob's Burgers in secret. Last night, my mom found out and she's been threatening to divorce him and smashing things. She's so mad since I'm the oldest at 17. Should I say it was my idea so she backs off him? It was almost a fun thing to do that my dad lets us do, to watch Bob's Burgers my mom is out with her friends for usual Sunday dinner or whatever. Last night she came home early and surprised us all in the front room. She doesn't want us watching adult cartoons, so it's like a fun thing that we do with our dad. Right as she walked in, she heard Louise say hell or something, and my mum freaked out and asked my little brother how long this had been going on for. He said, a long time. First she she yanked the TV cord out of the wall, and then told my dad she wanted to talk, but we could hear her screaming about divorce and stuff. We tried to go to bed, and I think my dad wanted to go to our guest casita, don't know what that is, but then we heard dishes smashing and her yelling and just yelling and yelling. I guess around 11 I fell asleep and didn't hear it anymore, but now it's 6am, my mum just started breaking things again, and I heard she kicked our dog out the front door. My dad is just telling her he's sorry and he won't do it again, but every time he says to calm down, she freaks out again. Should I just go out there and say it was my idea to watch Bob's Burgers so she leaves my dad alone? I mean, what on so many levels? I was going to say she was an icon until she kicked the dog and then I'm like, burn that bitch in hell. What? She's not an icon. It's just Bob's Burgers. Right, okay. An icon just for an extreme overreaction. I'm really here for anyone's extreme overreaction. That's true. Yeah, so I was like, Bob's Burgers, like Bob's Burgers, the show. Yeah. (coughs) Like, what? How? I mean, am I just so jaded and, like, numb that I no, don't realise... first of all, I, 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 I think don't realise that Bob's Burger's not an adult show. Oh, really. I know a lot of people have a problem with Family Guy. That makes sense. It says things about, like... Well, Family you know, Guy could be, a, I guess, a little controversial, but I'm assuming she's just assuming all cartoons that aren't, like, kiddie cartoons are like that. Bob's Burger's is wholesome Bob's as fuck. Burgers. It's so wholesome. I guess maybe she could be offended at... Is it Gail? Remember her cat? The, the animal buttholes? Yes. Her paintings. She could That's... be offended by that. Well, apparently she was offended by the word hell that Louise said hell. Yeah, so she's a complete nutcase. Yeah. Like what the it's just it's just Bob's burgers. But like people that say Well like, she offended by puns. But people that are like that are cl- I mean some people think that hell is a swear word. Yeah, that is true. But like surely people that think hell is a swear word know that there is quite a big area between like no, that's Louise the thing. saying hell and like South Park being like put AIDS in my cunt or something. No, no, because you're 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 assuming that she has some sort of understanding of being able to differentiate between those two things. She completely clearly doesn't. It's fucking she mad. She thinks it's all the same. How? Well, How does she think Saddam well, Hussein not... getting raping Satan in the arse is the same as fucking... Right, but you're... Right, but obviously think about this, right? She clearly doesn't think that. What? But she clearly doesn't understand that. Well, to her, think about that. Oh, why would you be offended at a, a, car- a, a cartoon about a wholesome family? Well, Family Guy's that. Yeah. Well, South Park's a bunch of kids. She's just seen it as all the same. I mean, if she actually watched Bob Burgers, she would realise it's completely nothing like any of those shows. Not that any of those shows are problematic either in that 
context. Yeah. I mean, she's 17, or she or she's she, 17. She is 17. She is, I mean, honestly, who could be dealing with that? Do you know what? Go, like, out, there, go out there and tell, go, go tell your mum she's a fucking idiot. Yes, that's what you should do. Because you know what? See if she kicks you out. You'll kick your dad out as well. You can go live with him and you can watch like South Park, Family Guy, Bob's Burger, The Simpsons, Futurama, See, I guess part Bojack of me, Horseman, whatever what you, you want. What was your mum like when you were younger in terms of censoring you? So I do remember watching Pulp Fiction when I was about 13 or 14 and having to leave the room at the heroin needle and the sodomy in the basement. Right, so... Got to see everything else though. I... Old Janice was really not big on the old censoring. Mm -hmm. So, like, she was kind of lonely and liked horror movies. So she, I think, just liked that I would watch them with her. (laughs) So she had someone to watch her films with. Yeah, one time she made me stay up on my own, like, super late, and record Carrie for her. Nice. Now, Carrie is not, even though some people are scared by that, but I'm like, how can you be scared by that? But Carrie is not, I'm talking like I was crazy young. Yeah. And the funny thing is about this, I have, as I mentioned before, I have a twin sister. Hey, Christy. Mm. She was not so into the horror movies as I was and not no. so desensitised. Now, we watched Fr- Nightmare on Elm Street when we were super young. Christy was so scared of Freddy Krueger, like crazy scared of him. And I used to pretend to like grab her feet and stuff. <laughs> she was you, really you scared of that. But like, she probably shouldn't have been allowed to watch. That probably caused a bit of a trauma. But yeah, so, like, I never had any sort of censor in anything like that. I literally just watched what I want. So I couldn't even imagine growing... I couldn't even imagine being around that. Mm. But did, wouldn't it just make you... Like, once you leave your... Once you leave the house, do you make you some sort of crazy Yeah, you're just going to be pure, like, straight, like, straight to the pure video shop, ask it and go in the back and see the snuff films. Yeah, completely. I... Just you know funny about this, right? Obviously, like, this woman is just like, you know, she hates adult cartoons. What a weird hell to die on. When I was a little, when I was little, Dave, right? When I was a little young boy, primary school would have been like nine or something, right? I'll put my hands up. I'll admit it. I'm a man. I I actually really liked anime. Now I grew out of that before all anime fans became Nazis on the internet. You can't say that all anime fans are bad. Ninety-eight percent of them are. No. Anyway, right? Okay. uh, So yeah. So basically. I liked anime when I was a kid. And obviously anime's got a lot of kind of adult things of violence and sex and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. And I remember when I came into school and I was telling people about it, they just couldn't get their head around <coughs> the fact that cartoons could be for adults. How can a cartoon have an 18 rating? It's a cartoon. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, this demon like comes from another dimension and starts like putting his tentacles in this lady's vagina. And they're just like, yeah, but it's a cartoon. Yeah, but it's a ca-. Miguel, if someone gets like decapitated and there's like blood everywhere, like, yeah, but it's cartoon blood. How could, it, how could it be an 18? So it's like the opposite of that lady. I feel like this is a weird thing that you have from your past that you're still kind well, of annoyed you about. You said earlier on we should talk about. You're still you know, kind of says. annoyed about it though. Yeah. Like, what a stupid <laughs> thing to say. Of course it's a, of course it can be fucking for adults. Just because it's a cartoon. Dum-dums. Well, but then there's that weird because... Oh, that's so weird though. I wouldn't even know how to respond if someone was like that. Uh, to, like... Uh, it's like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Honestly, when you were reading that, I was like, Bob's Burgers. I mean, can we just talk about the fact that Bob's Burgers is a great show? Bob's Burgers is a great show. It's very wholesome. It's very pure. There aren't really any adult themes in it. There's not. There's no swearing. There's no violence. They barely... I don't think they really ever reference sex. To I reference... Mean, to, to, for people to get to know a little bit more about us, I'm definitely a Louise. Yeah, I'm, to- You're I'm definitely a Jean. I'm a Jean. 100% yeah, a Jean. A little bit of a Bob. 
I'm a little bit of Gail too. Yeah, you're kind of yeah, you're a Louise. My favourite quote, which is like gasp, my cat was right about you. That's yeah. definitely me. <laughs> that is pretty much you in a nutshell. But I'm also meaner than Gail, so yeah. I'm like Louise. When I'm angry at you, I think you're Jimmy Pesto. I just get Bob Burgers jokes now. Yeah, this is a Bob Burgers podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Bob P- Pods Burgers. That's what we call it. Would we? Yeah, I don't know. It's off the top of my head, right? Give me a break. I usually have time to Although, prepare the letters. do you know what's funny? It's Bob's Burgers has got one of those things that where so many TV shows where you hate the main character. Yeah. I hate Bob. You talk, I keep t- telling you, you need a straight guy. I don't... Is he... A, but no, that you don't always hate the straight guy, like Adam Scott and Parks and Rec. You fucking hated him. You thought he was boring. When he was ha- just hanging exactly. around with Chris Traeger, I was was not interested. But when him and Leslie got together, again, now it's a Parks and Rec podcast. But when him and Leslie got Pods together, I was here for it because no, we'd call it. <laughs> Take your time. Teddy bear suicide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good answer. That was a really good in- impro- in joke. improvising. Is not as easy as it seems. <laughs> I was well, no, because I was trying to decide which of Andy Dwyer's bands other name choices I would go for. Teddy Bear Suicide was one of my favourites. What's my favourite one? Uh, Nothing rhymes with orange. Everything rhymes with orange. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. Scarecrow boat. I like that one too. Oh, what was that? If anyone's not not watched Parks and Recreation, despite the fact that I hate politics and I hate the concept of everyone getting a fair crack of the whip. It's still the greatest sitcom, TV sitcom ever made. Oh yeah, fuck Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers is good, but fuck yeah. that. Watch I love Bob's Burgers, but I would like murder it in its sleep with a put a pillow over its face and snuff it out in a heartbeat for Parks and Rec. Andy Dwyer is the greatest TV character of all time. Yes, and, and now Chris Pratt is handsome and famous. And he was so not handsome in Parks and Rec. I don't think he's handsome now because I can't see him as anything other than Andrew Doyle. No, he's handsome as shit, sorry. Do you think? Yeah, I'm not. I, I, well, I don't think he's like ugly, but no. I just, it's not my taste. Anyway, we've, we have gone too far <sighs> off topic. I, want, I wish to end this pointless I endeavour. Just, I, I mean, again, it reminds me a little bit, you know, like that really infamous Bible lady from Wife Swap? Yes. When she told, when she yes. was like, because she read in their star sign I or whatever. I love her. I love her too, but that's how I, I, I that's how I saw that mum, that No song story. at the end of the podcast, I'm just going to play her out over there. Yes, end. that's how okay, I saw good. her, the mum. And it was really the kick in the dog I wasn't on board with. But I mean, No, she kicked honest, it out. I don't think she means she kicked it right. so it left. I mean, she threw the dog out. She didn't out. boot it, she just put it outside. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, who knows where they live? Could it be next to a busy road? Fuck her. <laughs> but, I mean... Wouldn't you just want to be be divorced? Oh, uh, yeah. I maybe think you so. should just let your dad. Maybe you and your siblings and your dad should just leave that bitch. Yeah, maybe. Maybe because be happier. You, know, you can who, watch Bob's Burgers, and not great. even you know you can stay up late. Just because how how unhappy must you be living around that energy all the time? I know, right? God, what? A, what oh, a fun, what? A fun she got sucker. a problem with now? Yeah, I God, know, right? oh, such a fun sucker. Yeah. Right. Oh, you can't watch, can't buy that because this person advertised it, and this person and this thing and that. Oh, it's so exhausting. Right, I'm exhausted just even thinking about it. I'm exhausted in general. Let's end the show. Okay. Anything else you want to pop in? Anything else you want to, you know? No. Air? Any other dirty laundry you want to get out of there? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. On the count of three. One, two, three. Love you. Bye. 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 We never do that, right? No, I'll try again. 
Is it on three or well, after? Well, I can't do it on three. I'm saying three. Yeah, but you, you said, right, you were the one the last time that was like, it needs to be on three. You were yeah, like, one, two, and then do it. But then you convinced me otherwise. Yeah, yeah, it should be one, two, three, then do okay, it. Okay, one, two, three, then do it. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Okay, okay I love, love you. Bye. bye. Yeah, nailed it. High five. <laughs> Could be a Jew and believe in God. It doesn't God. matter. She she's tampering in Dalek-sided stuff. Yes, yes, she did. The entire house is dark-sided. She said her whole house is. She is dark-sided too. Why are you she mad is? at us? This is my house. I want no money. I want nothing. I want my God and I want my family. This is tainted. I don't want it. Whatever it is, it's tainted. Whatever it is you're giving me, I give it up to God. I'm a God warrior. And I don't want someone with tainted anything in beliefs doing anything with my family. Get out. But they don't really realize, though. This next verse, this next verse though, these bars, watch this, dee scoop, scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee scoop dee poop, poop dee scoop dee, scoop dee whoop, whoopy dee scoop whoop poop, poop dee dee whoop scoop, poop, poop, scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee dee scoop. Whoop dee dee scoop poop. <laughs> <laughs>